This is Grumpy SEO Guy, episode 32, a new kind of negative SEO, and answers to listeners' questions from Reddit and email. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy, and I'm sharing with you the strategies that have helped me successfully run my SEO agency for the last 14 years. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my knowledge and experience, discussing tips and strategies, and trying to help you cut through the confusion that permeates this industry. If you listen to this podcast, you will know more about SEO than 99% of people on the planet. Ready? Let's get started. I'm the Grumpy SEO Guy. Let me tell you why I'm grumpy today. I'm grumpy today. Well, I'm actually grumpy for a lot of reasons, but let me tell you one of them. It has to do with negative SEO. Now, I have a lot to say about negative SEO. I'm going to define it for you. I'm going to tell you that it's a real thing because for some reason, there's a lot of people that don't believe it's actually a thing. And I'm going to share with you how it usually works. And then I'm going to share with you a new method of negative SEO. Okay. But before we do that, my lawyer tells me that I have to say this right now. A quick disclaimer before we get started, everything I say here is based on my experience and opinion from 14 years in the industry. I don't officially know how Google or any other search engines work. Everything I say here is hypothetical and based on my experience. This podcast does not constitute advice or services. What worked for me may or may not work for you. Okay, back to the show. So let's get started. Let's start out by talking about negative SEO. What is negative SEO? You've probably heard of it, but maybe you haven't. If you haven't heard of negative SEO, it's basically doing bad SEO intentionally to your competition. So let's quick review. How does SEO work? Well, mostly you just need to get authority. And when you have authority, you'll rank for whatever your site is relevant for. Okay, makes perfect sense. How do you get authority? You get authority by getting backlinks from authoritative websites. Okay, makes perfect sense. But it can also work the opposite of that. For example, if you get backlinks from spammy websites, it can actually hurt your authority and it can hurt your ranking. This is how most negative SEO works. I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but I'm going to describe it for you very quickly. Imagine you have a website and suddenly it starts getting hundreds or thousands of backlinks from spammy websites. And those spammy backlinks are using anchor text like, let's just say adult keywords, okay, that have literally nothing to do with your website. That's how a normal negative SEO campaign might work, okay? Don't do it, but be aware of it. Now, a lot of people like to say, oh, negative SEO is not a thing. Oh, that doesn't work. It's a thing. Not only has it happened to one of our clients, but I talk about it specifically in episode two. By the way, if you haven't listened to episode two, go listen to it. It's about SEO penalties, how to identify them, how to recover from them, and how to prevent them. Because the main goal in SEO is to not get a penalty, okay? Nothing else will work if you have a penalty. So yes, I talk all the time about getting authority and relevancy and all the things that you have to do, mostly just getting authority, in order to outrank your competition and stay at the top of the search engines, okay? But if you have a penalty, nothing else even counts. It doesn't matter how much authority you have. It doesn't matter how good your content is. It doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Fix your penalty if you want to move forward. Every single piece of SEO advice on the planet does not work if you have a penalty. So I guess if you were to like arrange SEO uh, tasks by how significant they are, number one, don't get a penalty. Number two, get as much authority as possible. Number three, have good content. But number one, don't get a penalty, okay? Anyways, 
That's why negative SEO works because it basically penalizes your competition. Okay, now people say it doesn't work, but as I said, it does work because I had a client that had it done to them. It was a big mess. Go listen to episode two. At the end of that episode, we talk about negative SEO because that's basically a penalty. And we talk about how to fix the problem. It's very challenging to fix negative SEO because a lot of the common strategies like, well, you could just disavow the backlinks don't work. And if you want to get into conspiracy theories, we can talk about why the disavow tool might not work the way people claim it works, but we're not going to do that on this episode. Okay. What else do you need to know about negative SEO? Okay. So what's this new form of negative SEO? Okay. So I kind of explained the old version or like the, the normal version, I guess, where you just build spammy backlinks to your competition and try to get them a penalty. Okay. But what's this new form? Let's call it I don't know, negative SEO 2.0. I'm just kidding. Probably don't call it that. But actually, you could call it that. That's cool. Anyways, I think that I am the first person to publicly talk about this. I might not be. I'll be totally honest with you. I've never seen anyone else talk about this. And I actually just did a couple searches to see if anyone else was talking about this. I couldn't find anything. That doesn't mean it's correct. But, you know, I, I think I'm pretty sure I'm the first person to publicly talk about this kind of negative SEO. Okay, let's talk about it. Negative SEO 2.0. No, I'm just kidding. Don't call it that. But that, that name doesn't even make sense, but I'm just going to keep on saying it. Anyways, okay, listen, before we get into it, let's talk about what is a common link building method. Now, I'm not talking about PBNs. I'm not talking about private blog portfolios. Okay, but like what is the kind that everybody thinks of? guest posting and link outreach, right? And if you're new to this podcast, welcome by the way, but if you're new, you should probably go listen to episode 14, which is titled six reasons why link outreach and guest posting are dangerous and how real SEO agencies do it instead. Guest posting and link outreach, they can work, okay? They can work, but they can be very dangerous and they're big wastes of time in terms of effort compared to payoff, okay? But I'm not gonna get into it now, just go listen to that episode if you haven't yet. Anyways, what does everybody do? They try to do link outreach and guest posting, which is basically just contacting people and asking them for backlinks. Can we have a backlink? We have relevant content on our site. Or in the case of guest posting, how would you feel about us writing some content for you in exchange for a link back to our site? They're, they're literally the same thing. I classify them together because in one case, you're just asking for a link. And in the other case, you're writing content to get a link. But you know, there, that's, there's no difference. Like, come on. Anyways. Okay. So how could that be turned into negative SEO? Okay. Let's think about it. Instead of saying, hey, and let me just say, because I haven't said this yet in this episode. I've said it in other episodes. Generally speaking, you still have to pay for the link. Okay. People like link outreach and guest posting because you don't have to spend money. You still often, not all the time, but often, I, I don't know. Look, generally, generally you still have to pay for it. Okay. Like people are going to say that you don't, but like you guys, you generally do. Like there's always somebody who isn't going to make you, but like often you do. I've been in the industry for 14 years even though my agency doesn't do guest posting and link outreach because they're inefficient and possibly dangerous, I still know how they work because I get contacted for them all the time. Anyways, so let's put a negative spin on that, okay? Instead of saying, hey, I'll pay you for this link on your site, what if you said, hey, I'll pay you to take down this link to my competition? Whoa, no, but for reals, like, Somebody's going to say, well, that's dumb because you're spending money. 
bro, you're spending money anyway. You probably have to pay for that guest post that you're guest posting, okay? You're going to spend money. And if you're just doing like normal negative SEO, you still have to pay money for that too. Do you think that you can just get thousands of spammy backlinks for free? No, you either have to pay someone or you have to buy a tool to do it. You're going to spend money anyway. But like if a competitor has a link from like a powerful website, okay, with like and that link is propping them up and it's giving them tons of authority. And by the way, a single link is actually capable of doing that. Just letting you know, um, most people don't have websites that are that powerful where one link can get you to the top of the search engines. And of course, it depends on your competition too, but I'm just saying, okay. But if you find your competition, hypothetically don't do this, but if you find your competition has a link from that kind of website, what's to stop you from paying them to take it down? It's like the opposite of paying them to give you a link. You're just paying them to take it down. Now, is this dishonest and underhanded? Yeah, totally. But negative SEO in general is pretty bad and pretty terrible. So it should not be surprising that people might do this. Anyway, as far as I know, this has never been discussed publicly, so I just wanted to share it publicly because this is the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. We don't waste your time by talking about stuff that, by the way, is not correct, like content is king, because if you listen to this podcast, you know that content is not king. Content plays a very small role in where you actually rank, but I'm sure there's lots of other resources you can go to where they'll tell you things like content is king make your page load as quickly as possible, backlinks don't matter, and all that other nonsense. By the way, page loading speed kind of does play a role, but not as much of a role as, you know, some might expect. So I'm just lumping that in with like generic. Okay, it's like it's like generic bad SEO advice, okay? Like meta keywords, make sure you have meta keywords, which literally do nothing. Make sure your meta tags are correct. Yeah, okay, make sure you have good content. No. Okay, look, here's the thing. By the way, side note, little rant here. Whenever I see somebody on Reddit, um, by the way, I'm on Reddit. My username is Grumpy SEO Guy, if you want to ask me a question or say hi. Um, whenever I see somebody ask a question, and the question is always something like this. It's always something like, my website used to be ranking and now it's not ranking anymore. How do I fix it? Like, everybody is like, well, you should just write some more content, which is like the wrong answer in nearly every case, okay? The only time content has anything to do with whether or not you're ranking is if you have a content penalty that you need to fix, go listen to episode two, by the way, if you think that's the case, or if you literally don't have content on your site, then you're probably having problems with your content. But if you were ranking for something and then you're not ranking for something, okay, and you don't have a content penalty, the answer to your problem of not ranking is not changing your content. It's not writing more content. It's nothing to do with content. The answer is likely authority. You need more authority. The reason you are not ranking is because you don't have enough authority. By the way, remember that negative SEO 2.0 that, <laughs> that we're talking about? Um, it would be removing authority from your competition. If they have a very powerful backlink and you pay somebody to remove it, well, they have less authority. You might outrank them now. That's the theory behind it. But anyway, let's go back to the bad, general, commonly accepted SEO advice. Meta tags, nope. Meta keywords, nope. Content, nope. Site loading speed, 
eh, maybe, like maybe. Look, if your website takes like five minutes to load, yeah, that's the problem. But if it takes six seconds to load and then you reduce that to five seconds, that's not gonna make a difference, probably. I, I would be very surprised if that made a difference. Um, by the way, if you wanna know how long your site takes to load, go to webpagetest.org awesome it's free and it will tell you exactly how long each thing on your page is taking to load so you can go solve the problem of the thing that's taking a long time is it an image is it text is it some code that you have i don't know but that page will show you how to do it for free they're awesome we use them actually um if you listen to episode six which is called the best and worst clients i've ever had and what i learned from them i talk about a client we had whose page took literally minutes to load and we use that website to fix it they're awesome they don't know that i'm talking about them i'm just mentioning them because they're awesome so this isn't like an affiliate link bro i'm not getting paid to talk about them by the way i only recommend services and stuff that i use myself that are helpful not because somebody pays me to do it gross Anyways, webpagetest.org is great. I use them all the time when I suspect that speed might be a problem. But back to the discussion, speed is generally not the problem. Okay, what else is commonly accepted SEO advice for fixing your problems? You just gotta get more, you just gotta write more content, you just gotta write better content. Have you thought about changing your content? No, your content is not the problem unless you have a content-based penalty. If you want to know if you have a content-based penalty, go listen to episode two, SEO penalties, what they are, how to recover from them, and how to avoid them. Okay, since that last part was pretty short and I don't really wanna publish an episode that's the short right now, let's use the rest of the time to answer questions from email and from Reddit. Okay, ready? Here's a question from somebody who is trying to get more information about doing audits for new clients, okay? And they're basically asking if they should give them a free audit. Now, your experience might vary, but this is my answer. I said, no, do not do a free audit. If you do a free audit, what's gonna happen is they're gonna take the information that you give them and they're gonna go find someone else to do it and they're gonna give the work to the lowest bidder. Remember, most SEO agencies are terrible and there's always somebody willing to do something for like a couple bucks and I don't mean a couple bucks less than someone else. I literally mean a couple bucks, okay? By the way, um, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not in America, bucks is slang for dollars. I, I, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like I should say that because I feel like everybody who's listening to this speaks English, but I was looking at my analytics for my, my podcast and there's a lot of listeners that are not in America. So I just want to clarify, a couple bucks means like a couple dollars, okay? It, anyways, you, you, you get the point. Okay, so... If you give them if you give them specific information about here's how to fix your website, you need to make this change and that change, blah, 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 and all the things, right? Like you might see in an audit, they're gonna go, oh, cool, thanks. And then what they're gonna do is they're gonna take that audit and they're gonna go ask like 10 other SEO agencies or you know people online, whatever. And they're gonna say, I need to make these changes. How much will you charge me to do it? And they're gonna go with whoever charges them the least. Now, are they gonna get results from that? It's probably unlikely, like honestly, because most SEO agencies are terrible anyway and don't even do anything. But like, you know, I'm just I'm just saying, don't don't do an audit for free. Audits take a lot of time, they take a lot of work, and you're just you're fixing people's problems for them for free, which I guess if you want to be nice and do it, like that's one thing, but you're probably not going to get any business from it. Like I don't, you you might get a, you might get a few clients from that, but like honestly, I wouldn't I would not take the time personally that it takes me to do an audit because it takes a long time to do an audit. I would not 
do that for free for anybody, probably. Now, if you disagree with that, go ahead and do it for free and let me know if you get any clients, okay? I might be totally wrong, but in my experience, when I have done audits for free, I never got a single client out of it. So everybody's always like, oh, well, this is great, thanks. And then they like, don't buy anything from you. So <laughs> I don't know. The way I do it, if I'm doing, okay, let me, let me tell you how I would do it. If I'm doing full service SEO, okay, as opposed to just selling backlinks, which we also do, let's be honest. If I'm doing full service SEO, okay, we'll do an audit and we will charge them for it. But if they decide to work with us, we will take the price of the audit off of the first month's payment, okay? Like, so for example, to use example numbers, okay? Let's say an audit is $2,000, okay? I'm just, I'm just using that number. Don't be like, Grumpy SEO guy says I need to charge $2,000 for an audit because I'm not saying that. I'm using this as an example. If an audit is $2,000 and then let's say it's gonna be $3,000 per month going forward, well, if we do the audit and then they decide to work with us, Maybe that first month would only be $1,000 because we are taking the price of the audit off of their first month's payment, okay? They don't have to work with us. They can have the audit anyways, okay? Because we charge them $2,000 for it. But if they decide to work with us, yeah, cool. We'll, we'll take it off the first month, whatever, that's fine. But anyway, I would not do an audit for free because you're probably not gonna get any clients from it. You might, but I doubt it. But actually, you know what, email me. if. Email me if you've done it either way, okay? I wanna know, like say, hey, we did a free audit and we got clients or hey, we did a free audit and we never got any clients. I'm just, I'm just curious, let me know. Hello at grumpyseoguy.com. Okay, here's another question from Reddit. This person was basically asking, what should my link building budget look like? Now, first of all, I thought it was pretty cool that somebody was actually asking about link building because on Reddit, there's a lot of people who think that link building is like the worst thing ever and you should never do it and it's manipulative and all. We're, we'll, we'll get to that. I've talked about that many times before why that's wrong. So just hold on for a little bit. Anyway, this person was asking, what should my budget look like? Now, super hard question to answer because you can find backlinks for $5 for a, for a lifetime payment, which by the way is always a scam. And by the way, if you're curious about why a lifetime payment is a scam, you should go listen to episode 10, which is called why one-time payments or lifetime backlinks are always a scam. I can't really answer the question now, so just go listen to that episode, it explains all of it. But basically, anybody charging you a one-time payment is 100% a scam, okay? Anyway. Um, so you can, but you literally can find backlinks for $5, one-time payment, huge scam, never do that, never, ever, ever. Um, and backlink payments go up to anywhere four or five figures per month. It depends on what industry you're in. Um, it would not be surprising to me if somebody told me they were spending five figures per month on backlinks, okay? So again, you can't really answer that question and say, oh, it should cost exactly this much money. So anyway, this is what I suggested to this person. I said, optimally, you wanna do the following. First, learn how link building works, okay? And this is probably gonna take you like a month, okay? There's not like a website you can read that explains how link building works and then you know everything, okay? It's probably gonna take you about a month to learn how link building works. We have a lot of episodes about how link building works, but it's gonna take you some time to understand it, okay? Once you learn how it works, you will know exactly what to look for and what to do to avoid scams. I've said numerous times, and I stand by this comment, that 99% of backlink vendors are scammers, okay? They are liars and they are scammers. 
And again, I'm not going to get into it on this episode because I have other episodes that focus on just that topic, but I will confidently say this, that 99% of backlink sellers are liars and scammers. Okay. Anyway, once you understand how it works, you know what questions to ask. If somebody's offering to sell you backlinks, you know what questions to ask that person to find out if they're a liar and a scammer or not. And finally, once you understand how backlinking works, you can do it yourself if you want. Now, to be fair, it probably takes six to 12 months to have the infrastructure in place where you can do it and you don't need to rely on somebody else to do it, okay? But if you've got like a decent time frame, and hopefully you do, because we're talking about SEO right now and you should probably have a good time frame, okay? But it's possible to do it yourself. It's safest to do it yourself. And when you talk about companies that have like what they call an in-house SEO department, okay? This is probably what they're doing. Um, unless they're, well, you know what? That's not actually true. Some in-house SEO departments are a team of people that exclusively do uh, like link outreach and guest posting, which is not what I'm talking about. Um, but there's another kind of in-house SEO team that is focused on creating and building their own portfolio of authoritative blogs, which they use to rank their own website. Again, there is a very right way to do this, and there are very many wrong ways to do this, okay? So learn how it works, and you'll know what to look for, okay? So basically... That was my answer to this person. And unfortunately, it didn't really answer the question, you know, because I don't I don't know what to tell you. I don't even know. I mean, I, I know what this person's industry is because they mentioned it in the question. But like, I haven't done any research into anything. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. It sounded like a competitive industry, but I'm not going to be like five thousand dollars a month because I don't know. Nobody knows that. Here's the thing. It's impossible to ever do enough research and be able to say, well, your competition has this much authority, but your website only has this much authority. So from this information, we know that you need to build this many backlinks from this many websites with this much authority, and then you will be outranking everybody. It, SEO doesn't work that way. The best way I can describe it would be to say SEO works like this. You take something that you know is effective, like building backlinks, and you do it until you get the results you want, okay? Like imagine you're starting a fitness program, okay? To let's say lose weight. Nobody can say, well, if you run five miles a day, then in exactly 75 days, you will be at your ideal weight because it doesn't work that way. But what do you know? You know that running is a good way to lose weight maybe, okay, in some cases. And you know that if you run, you will lose more weight than if you don't run. So what do you do? You start running and you keep running. And then after a couple of weeks, you take a look at where you are. How much weight have you lost? How are you feeling? And then you go from there. That's how SEO works. You build backlinks, you take a look at how effective it's been. And then you know, do I need to go faster? Do I need to go slower? Am I not seeing any results at all? If I'm not seeing any results at all, why? Do I have a penalty? Do I have a technical error? Maybe I should go listen to episode 17 called How to Fix 100% of SEO Problems. Maybe I'm already at the top of the search engines and I don't need to do any more backlinking. It's always a continually changing game of where are we at and what do we want and how has what we have done worked so far? That's the best way I can explain it. And you know what? People don't like that answer because everybody wants to know exactly from the beginning, we need exactly nine backlinks and then we will be at the top of the search engines. It doesn't work that way. Okay. Last question from Reddit, and I thought this was a good question. So basically, this person is saying, hey, we did everything exactly right on our keyword. Our content is right, our keyword density is right, our word count is good, but we're not ranking for anything. Our competition, however, 
doesn't have any of the on-page stuff the way they're supposed to, and they're still outranking us, and they've been outranking us for a year and a half. So it's not even, by the way, I just want to mention this, it's not even like the person asking this question has a brand new website, okay? Which might be part of the reason they're not ranking, because it's hard to rank a brand new website sometimes. So basically what they're saying is, all of our on-page content is great, all of our content is awesome, all of our on-page stuff is exactly how it's supposed to be, but we're not showing up in the results. Our competition, on the other hand, their content is terrible, none of their on-page stuff is the way it's supposed to be, and they're outranking us what's going on. That's a great question. Now, this was my response. If you've been on Reddit, or if you've listened to this podcast, there's a lot of people on Reddit that don't believe in backlink building because it's manipulative and it's against the terms of service, right? Like literally SEO is about link building. It's just, they're supposed to come from other people, not from yourself. Anyway, so my response was basically this. I said, people always downvote me when I say content doesn't matter and authority is king. You have just discovered this on your own. So basically this person is saying their content is perfect I'm, I'm taking their word for it. Like their content could be terrible. I didn't actually look at their website, but I understand their question because this is like one of the most common questions in the SEO industry. We're doing everything on page exactly the way we're supposed to. We're not ranking. What's the problem? I thought content was important. Not really. Okay. So anyway, I said, look, people always downvote me when I say content doesn't matter and authority is king, by the way, it's true. It's it's hilarious. I'll write, I'll write like a long, like I'll write like a long explanation for something and like literally explain step-by-step step how to fix a problem and what the problem is. And it gets all these downvotes and people are like, man, content is king. Okay, bro. Anyways, but this guy just, he just uncovered it on his own that content doesn't even matter because he did everything perfectly and he's not ranking and his competition who isn't doing anything correctly at all is ranking. So anyway, I basically just told him then that, you know, content is important. And if you're not at the top of the search engine, there's a 99% chance that the reason you're not at the top of the search engine is because you don't have enough authority. And we have a whole episode about that. It's episode 17, which is called how to fix 100% of SEO problems. Anyways, and then I told him that your next step is to understand how backlinks work and then to get backlinks. And I told him to make sure that he understands them before he starts building them because there's too many scammers out there and you don't want to waste your money on spammy backlinks that are going to penalize your site. So anyways, um, yeah, that's that was his question. I really thought it was a good question um, because it, it flies in the face of conventional advice. Hey guys, I did everything I'm supposed to. It's not working. Well, of course it's not working because you don't have any authority. Anyway, um, I think we're at a good stopping point for now. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review. It would really help the show out. I hope this episode was helpful. If you have any questions or want to suggest a subject for a future episode, you can contact me on Reddit. My username is GrumpySEOGuy. You can visit the GrumpySEOGuy subreddit, or you can email me at hello at GrumpySEOGuy.com. If you email me, please either whitelist my email address or check your junk folders because I've been told that my replies are going into the junk folder and it's probably because we're talking about things like SEO and backlinks and I think those words will classify an email as spam. And if you want to support the podcast because it's the best source of SEO information on the planet and it's free, you can do so at patreon.com slash grumpy SEO guy. And I will talk to you later. You're listening to Grumpy SEO Guy, the SEO podcast that doesn't waste your time with nonsense that doesn't work. Join us next Wednesday when we talk about SEO tactics that don't work anymore because spammers ruined them.